0: It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now! I'm starving! On the Fantasy Feast Eaten Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby! It is the Fantasy Feast Eaten Podcast presented today by FantasyPoints.com. That is how you win. You separate yourself from other people by getting more information from people like my co-host on the Fantasy Feast podcast, the one and only Joe Dolan. He's at FG underscore Dolan on Twitter. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. You can follow all of our stuff at Ross Tucker pod. And if you want to see what Joe looks like with a fan on top of his head, not spinning though today, actually, it's just stationary. Joe's probably hot. Joseph probably, <laughs> Joseph probably should have turned the fan on, but he didn't. So if you want to see Joe sweating a little bit, like I'm almost about to, by the way, it's hot in Pennsylvania right now. Um, you need to check out youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. I tell you about fantasy points a lot. It's because it's awesome. It's where Joe works. It's Joe's venture. He's actually a part owner of a startup, not ideal during COVID obviously, but they are killing it right now. So, Joe, why should people that didn't do it the first couple of weeks, why should they use the code FEAST to sign up at FantasyPoints.com now for the rest of the season? Because Other than the season's actually happening. Like, yeah, we're going to well, do
1: this. Well, the season's happening, but also uh, uh, if, if you play fantasy football, you probably lost about half your team this past weekend. So that's one of the reasons you should go to FantasyPoints.com because we're going to help you try to navigate that situation uh we're gonna help you try to pick up the guys that you need to be picked need to be picked up um and we're gonna help you with dfs as well uh scott barrett and graham barfield and wes huber are hammering dfs content our guy tom brawley who's been on the podcast um he's uh he's doing awesome in his best bets picks so far he's 10 and 6 um in, in case uh if you don't listen to if you don't listen to the easy money podcast well guess what Ten and six is really good in betting. You want to be above 50 percent. They don't build casinos by losing a ton of bets uh, in the sports books. So uh, yeah, you wanna, you have to uh, you have to understand that uh, we're doing pretty good work and I think it's the best value in the industry, Ross, especially if you use the code. I mean um, you don't have to take out a home equity loan to subscribe to fantasypoints.com. Uh, I understand there, it, it's become expensive in the industry, and a lot of sites do great work, but we wanted to get people in on the ground floor.
0: Love it. That's a great point. You guys are less expensive for more content, more information. I mean, it's if if you're looking for value, which is what Fantasy Points is all about, Fantasy Football is about finding value, FantasyPoints.com is where the value's at, including on this 4 o'clock game, Carolina Panthers at the LA Chargers. Let's start with the Carolina part of it. No Christian McCaffrey. What does it mean?
1: Uh, it means the Panthers are in trouble is what it means. Um, what, what, what we're going to see is Mike Davis in the backfield. And he was the guy all off season who beat writers were like, he is the backup. Well, now we're going to see him. And I think the thing that you really want to see from Davis um, is what we saw from him after McCaffrey left the game uh, in, in week two against Tampa Bay. He caught eight passes for 74 yards. He's good as a receiver. So those are good fantasy touches. I think he's a solid RB2 for as long as McCaffrey's out. And McCaffrey's out at least three games, Ross, because they put him on the short-term IR. So he's out at least three games with that high ankle sprain. So Mike Davis is somebody, even if you if you had McCaffrey, I mean, hopefully you made him a priority waiver ad because you needed him. Um In the Scott Fishbowl, I actually blew my entire waiver budget on Mike Davis because I had Christian McCaffrey uh, because I want to keep winning in that league. Uh, But if you you don't have Mike Davis and you're like, you know, this is what you do, by the way, if you go kind of zero RB. If you draft one hammer running back early – one guy you feel good about and you kind of load up in other positions, what you do the rest of the year is you mix and match that RB2. For the next three games at least, I think Mike Davis is going to be a solid RB2, maybe even more than that based on volume. So you play him right now, he's going to get the opportunity. He is not Christian McCaffrey. I am not expecting him to be Christian McCaffrey, but there is a pathway to For Mike Davis to be a top 12 running back the next three games and potentially beyond. Opportunity is king at running back. I don't think running backs don't matter. I don't think that at all. I think Christian McCaffrey definitely matters. I think Saquon Barkley definitely matters. But Mike Davis can put up big numbers and not be as good as Christian McCaffrey. That's just the nature of the position when it comes to fantasy football.
0: Anything else Carolina wise? I mean, does it mean more touches for more throws to Curtis Samuel? Maybe Robbie Anderson? Um, any of the other guys?
1: Well, yeah, Curtis Samuel. Keep uh keep an eye on him because he had four carries for twenty six yards. I think they're going to try to gimmick up some plays for Samuel. Robbie Anderson though, Ross. I mean, you might you were right on here. I was skeptical. Teddy Bridgewater, not a great deep ball thrower, not an aggressive thrower. Robbie Anderson, I think people viewed him as kind of a one-trick pony uh, coming from the Jets. Well, he's shown to be a lot more than that. 100 yards in each of the first two games. uh, I think they're going to have to throw it a lot. Their defense is abominable. They have no sacks this year. So, Teddy Bridgewater, one of the reasons I liked him in this passing game late in drafts is because I knew the defense was going to suck. Well, it does suck. They can't pressure the quarterback. They can't get after the quarterback. They can't touch the quarterback. So teams are going to score a lot of points on them. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot, and that is good for fantasy. Great to see Robbie Anderson do it again. More importantly, it was great to see DJ Moore put up over 100 receiving yards after kind of no-showing in week one.
0: On the other side, the Chargers. It looks very likely that Justin Herbert being reported will start on Sunday. Oh, he did a lot of positive things. I mean, are there two quarterback leagues or deep leagues, especially with Herbert playing against Carolina, where he should be in
1: lineups? Well, first and foremost, he looked really good. Second of all, I mean, I cannot believe the news about Tyrod Taylor. Like, I'm saying, when when we find out that uh, that Justin Herbert was starting that game and that Tyrod Taylor had a chest injury. I'm sitting here thinking, Ross, you worked at, you, you warmed up for NFL games before. How the hell does a quarterback get a chest injury in warm-ups? I'm like, did somebody spear him? Turn, uh, I will tell you what wasn't on my bingo card. Tyrod Taylor getting stabbed by his team doctor was not on my bingo card for how he got injured in team warm-ups. Uh, if you haven't heard, um, he, had, he had sore ribs, and they were giving him a shot. To try to alleviate the pain of those sore ribs, so he could play, and they accidentally punctured his lung. That is horrible sounding. I hope Tyrod Taylor is able to fully recover and recoup whatever it is. Andrew Brandt would would uh, would know better than than me uh, on the business of football side what can happen. But I feel terrible for Tyrod Taylor. The bad news for Tyron Taylor beyond that is Justin Herbert played really well and almost beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, So I got to be honest with you. Uh, This is a great defense to to stream against. I think Justin Herbert's going to be pretty popular for DFS. Um, He had a rushing touchdown. Keenan Allen is alive because Justin Herbert threw the ball better than I thought he was going to throw it. Austin Eckler and Josh Kelly. 39 combined carries between the two of them Josh Kelly's a flex play and Austin Eckler is an RB1 borderline type of guy right now I think the entire ceiling of this offense Ross is raised with Justin Herbert at quarterback
0: I agree by the way um I don't know I, I thought a couple days ago this is what happened to Tyrod Taylor I thought dr. Chow said it I was a little surprised it was like breaking news today I do know other people this has happened to I know a college freshman that was 18 years old and this happened to them. So Ugh, it's not horrible. I'm not going to say it's common, but it's not like a one in a million thing either. I mean, it, it right. happens I, I, to try to I get did, the injection in wrist. the rib, your Ugh. ribs right there, the lungs right behind it. All you need is a little needle. And it sounds like collapsed lung, punctured lung, sounds terrible. Like he could play this weekend if he had to. I don't think they're gonna, but
1: yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: He could if he had to. It's not as bad as it sounds. You know, it, it, the thing heals itself and blows back up, but I know it sounds really bad. So um, is there anything, anybody specifically other than Herbert on the Chargers, or can we move on?
1: Well, let's move on. But, I mean, Keenan Allen, uh, Hunter Henry, Mike, anybody you have, I think, on this offense, I think the ceiling is raised with Justin Herbert at quarterback. He's just more talented than Tyrod Taylor.
0: So let's get to the Jets. And the Colts. Jets aren't going oh to have God. Perriman. Might have Crowder. The Jets are the Jets.
1: If Perriman – if Crowder plays, you play you play Jamison Crowder. Um, I want nothing to do with this team. Nothing. I, I mean, just just absolutely nothing. I, I, I'm in a super flex guillotine league, and I dropped Sam Darnold this week. I'm like, I don't even want the quarterback. You know, like, just – I want nothing to do with this team right now. Just Nothing. Um, Chris Herndon's been a huge disappointment. I don't know. Is that Darnold? Is that Gase? Is it Herndon? I don't know. But it, the only guy you can consider on this team, if he plays, is Jamison Crowder. Move on. The Jets suck.
0: Okay. How about the Colts? Jonathan Taylor is going to be a league winner, bro.
1: Yes, he is. Um, and he didn't even have like, what I would consider a great game, but they gave him the ball a ton. And, guys, I am sorry on the waiver wire. I am so sorry. Uh. Naeem Hines was a, was a hot pickup because you think, all right, you know, they're going to run the ball a lot. Phil Rivers loves checking it down to his running backs. John, there's room here for Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines to coexist. He had two touchdowns in week one. He gets one touch in week two. After Marlon Mack gets hurt, it is the first time in his entire career that Naeem Hines did not get a carry. He has played every game. He's never missed a game. He has played every game since he's come into the league. He did not get a carry. This was the first time in his entire career. He played a career low nine snaps. Don't think that's going to happen again with this exception because the Jets can't score a point. I think Jonathan Taylor is a lock for 20 plus carries again in this game. Now, Frank Rex, oh, we got to do a better job involving Naeem Hines. I think he's going to get more than one touch this week. But Jonathan Taylor is going to get 20 plus carries. Uh, um Allie Cox, uh, Jack Doyle did not practice. We record this on Wednesday. Jack Doyle was not practicing again. You can certainly consider picking up and playing Mo Allie Cox um, uh, if, if he's still out there on your waiver wire. T.Y. Hilton's been a disappointment, but I think he's going to be needed this week with um, with Paris Campbell hurt. Um, Michael Pittman's gonna get more car- more uh, catches. can't play him just yet, but he's going to get more catches uh, and more targets. But uh, right now, I mean the guy I feel really good about this week is Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I think you have to play TY Hilton and kind of then take your lumps right now because I think the targets are gonna come his way. but man, what a great week for Jonathan Taylor to once again get 20 plus carries and 100 plus rushing cards.
0: Dallas is at Seattle. feels like a really high scoring game, Joe.
1: Yes, it does. Um uh the only guy who might be holding uh, uh holding Josh Allen back from being the two week NFL MVP right now is Russell Wilson, who's playing at a super high level. Um I think uh, I, I said this the other night, Ross, but Howie Roseman, his Waterloo for Philadelphia is passing on DK Metcalf for JJ white Whiteside. I mean it it's it's gonna be it's gonna be one of the reasons there's gonna be a downfall if there's gonna be one there because DK Metcalf looks like a super high end receiver. He gets behind Stefan Gilmore for the touchdown, and Russell Wilson makes an absolutely freaking perfect throw. There's not a better deep ball throw. I don't know if I've ever seen a better deep ball thrower than Russell Wilson. So he's playing at a super high level. Dallas's defense has not been Ross. I mean, if that one in a million terrible onside kick situation for Atlanta doesn't happen the entire discussion right now is about how bad Dallas's defense has been. Um, and, and it has been, it's been really bad. Now that's good news though, for Dallas's offense and Dak Prescott, they have to continue throwing the ball a lot. Um, I was surprised by Dalton Schultz's performance. Uh, Ten, He had eight catches on 10 targets and a touchdown. He's probably a streamable tight end. The, the, what I really need to see this week though, from Dallas, the only guy who was disappointed for fantasy for Dallas so far has been Michael Gallup. Now, Is that because he's been lined up as the X? Is that because he saw Jalen Ramsey a lot in week one? And was it just a fluke, essentially, in week two that he had just two for 58 on five targets? Uh, I want to see it happen this week, but I agree with you. This is a stardom if you got of type of game. The Legion of Boom, the Seahawks are no longer, and their offense is letting Russell Wilson cook. He has been the NFL MVP thus far.
0: Tampa Bay's at Denver. You know, the Bucks beat Carolina. It looks like Fournette's the guy. Talk to me through Godwin's back. There's a lot there for Tampa.
1: I just have one question, Ross. Uh, for the Ronald Jones truthers, do you want flowers or a donation uh, in his name to a favorite charity? Uh, it's over. Uh, Leonard Fournette is there. Leonard Fournette looked better. Um, there was the fumbled uh, snap exchange between Brady and Ronald Jones in that game against Carolina last week, and uh, Bruce Arians very firmly placed that blame on Ronald Jones this week. It is over. He is. He might have a rotational role. Um, I'm not saying drop him from your team, but he is on your bench. Leonard Fournette is the back you can play here. Um, By the way, Tom Brady, uh, I actually thought he looked better. His numbers were not great, but there were a couple bad drops. Like LeSean McCoy had one. Uh, Scotty Miller, who was a hot play because Chris Godwin was out, he dropped a touchdown. Um, Rob Gronkowski looks like a mummy out there, uh, unfortunately, for him. But I think Brady's numbers are going to improve. But at at this point, uh, it is a tough matchup. You're going out west to Denver. Brady is kind of a low, mid, mid-range QB2. Good news for them, though, is he's finally going to have his full complement of receivers healthy. Mike Evans was dinged up with the hamstring in week one. Chris Godwin missed week two with the concussion. He's going to have both of those guys. And, Frank, I, I understand that it hasn't been perfect, but when Evans and Godwin are in, you have got to play them. Evans looked good last week. Good to see him bounce back from the hamstring injury and, getting, uh, and Marshawn Lattimore getting in his head.
0: What about Jeff Driscoll? I mean, I was surprised. He came out against Pittsburgh, came out firing, moved the ball a little bit, did some positive things. Maybe their Broncos weapons don't take as much of a hit. And frankly, there's opportunity Hmm. now that Cortland Sutton's done for the year.
1: And uh, if you're in a super flex league, the one thing that, uh, that that you point out with Driscoll is he can really move. So, like, there's value here. Even if you don't think he's very good, he has consistently run when he's played uh, before. He only had five rushing yards uh, against Pittsburgh. But I think he, uh, he, uh, the run game is going to be something that's important with Jeff Driscoll. I think they're going to run the football. I think Melvin Gordon has his opportunity to really uh, take this backfield over. Um, there's a couple of guys who I think you need to talk about with Sutton injured. Jerry Judy has been getting open like a madman. Like it's happening. It's going to happen at some point, even with Driscoll at quarterback. J- Jerry Judy is a wide receiver three. I think Noah offense, a tight end one. He scored in each of the first two games. And and a guy you have you can pick up and maybe start down the road, but not in week three. Ross, you're familiar with him. KJ Hamler, who I think is gonna have a lot of opportunity with Cortland Sutton out for the year.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point, Joe. Um, Speaking of opportunity, I like to let you guys know about opportunities that I think can be really helpful from time to time. One of those is Lightstream. Their fixed rate credit card consolidation loans start at 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. So here's the deal. It's not the worst thing in the world if you got into some credit card debt. It happens. A lot of people, college, it happens. You get it? COVID happens. What is ridiculous is if you don't realize that there's Lightstream where you can get 5.95% rather than paying the credit card interest rates that typically average over 19% APR. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000, no fees. It's all online. You can save even more with an additional interest rate discount if you go to lightstream.com slash feast. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash feast. Lightstream.com slash feast. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash feast for more information. Joe, give me more information about the Detroit Lions and what you're thinking about them. I think maybe Galladay
1: will be back for this Arizona game. Now we record this Wednesday. Um, and so obviously hamstrings are fickle notoriously. Uh, but uh he will uh he is practicing. and, and I think they held him out this past week, you know, just try to get him ready. The good news for um Galladay is I don't think Patrick Peterson's the same player. Uh, I mean he's still a good player, but I don't think he's I don't think he's the guy who you're like, oh my god, my top receiver's against Peterson. What's what am I gonna do? Don't think he's that guy anymore. I think the Lions really want Kenny Galladay back. I would fire him up as a wide receiver three this week. Uh, downgrade him a little bit just because we don't know how he's going to look, but you fire him up as a wide receiver three. Um, uh, look at, uh, unfortunately, the backfield. I mean, good news. Here's very good news, Ross. DeAndre Swift got five targets, caught them all for 60 yards. That puts him in the flex range. Here's the bad news. Why is Carryon Johnson getting the football all of a sudden? They are committed to a three backfield rotation. They are committed to not committing to anybody. That's what they're doing. Uh, Adrian Peterson is—he uh, looks good to me, but he's not very useful for fantasy because you know he doesn't really catch the football. Um, he needs to score a touchdown at this stage. He had only seven carries in that game. Um, uh, TJ Hawkinson, I think, is a tight end one. But uh, so right now, it's—it's. It's, by the way, this is a big boost for Stafford. Obviously, so Stafford, uh, Swift, Galladay, Marvin Jones, Hawkinson. They're all on the lower end of startable at at those positions, at their given positions, but they're at least startable. DeAndre Swift, the usage in the passing game was the most encouraging thing I saw. Like Matthew Stafford said, we are going back to you after he dropped that touchdown in week one that would have won him the game. He said, we're going back to you, and they did. He caught them all. He acquitted himself. He had 10 touches. He's He's the only back I can consider here from Detroit, but he's more of an RB3.
0: Arizona. DeAndre Hopkins keeps rolling. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Kenyon Drake had to take to Twitter this week because people are giving him the business about his production.
1: So uh, here is the problem uh, for uh, Kenyon Drake. You know, he had 20 He, he had twenty uh, carries in that game, uh, which is plenty of usage, by the way. And he had two catches. I think this is the week for Kenyon Drake to go off. Look at what Aaron Jones did to the Detroit Lions. 18 carries for 168 yards and two touchdowns. Four for 68 and a touchdown receiving. Kenyon Drake is not Aaron Jones, but this is a big week to get after the Detroit Lions. They also have a poor secondary. So you're playing DeAndre Hopkins. You're playing Kenyon Drake. And Kyler Murray has been awesome. Awesome. At the quarterback position for fantasy this year, he has two of his four best rushing performances of his career in the first two weeks of the season. That is exactly what you wanted to see from a fantasy perspective. This is a three-man fantasy team right now. It's Kyler Murray, it's Kenyon Drake, and it's DeAndre Hopkins. Nobody else is worth considering, though Christian Kirk and Chase Edmonds should be on rosters.
0: Green Bay, New Orleans, Sunday night. Really interesting. Even just the quarterbacks, Joe Rogers is on fire. Although it was a lot of Aaron Jones against Detroit, and Drew Brees. Look, I, I, I'm not saying he played great. Joe hit a terrible interception. I actually thought he like didn't see the guy because I thought he was on the logo and like he blended in. Like I, 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 he had a terrible interception. But I just think it's unbelievable. Like people are acting like. People are acting like Drew Brees played like Kirk Cousins.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think here's what people are doing. They're grading on a curve. And Drew Brees, I mean, you, actually, to be completely honest with you, Ross, now that you mention it, I'm surprised I look at those numbers and he threw for 312. Um, I'm surprised by that. So let's check on Michael Thomas's status. By the way, that's going to be very important. Brees, though, I mean, I in a shallow league, I do think he's kind of droppable. I mean, Taysom Hill's involved still. Uh Oh uh, man, it's uh, it's they don't actually have a whole lot of talent at receiver, that's part of the problem. Emmanuel Sanders, do you remember that the Saints signed this guy? One catch for 18 yards. Traquan Smith's been their top receiver since Michael Thomas went down. Right now, there is, well, there's basically two Saints I feel good about for fantasy one's Alvin Kamara, who you know, he's in the mix to be the number one overall fantasy player this year. Uh, he looks freaking awesome. I, I mean, it was clear he was hurt last year. And Jared Cook, I feel pretty good about. But I don't feel great about Breeze, and I don't feel great about the receivers right now. Check on Michael Thomas's status. But kind of amazing how this is not a great fantasy team right now.
0: No, it's it's really not. I mean, it's Kamara. I mean, I guess Cook.
1: Yeah, that's it. And Michael uh, Thomas. if he, if he it, We'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: Um, Green Bay on the other side, obviously Aaron Jones. I think it sounds dubious about Devontae Adams reading through the, through the tea leaves and some
1: of these tweets. Unfortunately, hamstrings have been a problem for him. He's had some, he's had some problems. He had turf toe last year missed a few games. Apparently he wanted to return to that game last week, but they said, no, um, that would be a big, big boost for for the Saints, um, because Marshawn Lattimore wouldn't have to occupy himself with Devontae Adams. So, uh, this could be problematic for Aaron Rodgers and company for sure. The guy who, I, I, I mean, the guy who's just unbelievable is Aaron Jones. I, I maybe we just overthought this thing. He's an awesome player. He gets used a ton. Um, even though his snaps aren't high, he when he's out there, he gets the football. Um, Aaron Jones is just a hammer RB one right now. Josh Jacobs had thirty touches. Against the Saints last week, I would expect Aaron Jones to be used heavily. You can consider Aaron Rodgers as a QB1, though of course he would take a big hit if um if if Devontae Adams can't play. And that opens up the question: if Devontae Adams doesn't play, which of these two receivers sees more? of Marshawn Lattimore my guess would be Valdez Scantling because I think they'll want to put uh, Alan Lazard in the slot a little bit more often but yeah this is a very problematic uh, situation here now for the Green Bay Packers with Devontae Adams being hurt
0: Monday night football is the DraftKings matchup of the week on the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now the Chiefs are three and a half point underdogs can't say that i thought i'd ever see that again over the next 10 years but they are and i think they're right i mean i think they're right just because the ravens look awesome and offensively and defensively chiefs have shown some warts on both sides of the ball what do you think first about the chiefs offensively against that ravens defense that was all over deshaun
1: yeah and I mean, you know, I look, we we just talked about grading Drew Brees on a curve. I mean, you grade Patrick Mahomes on a curve too, and 27 to 47 for 302 and two touchdowns and having to go to overtime to beat the Chargers, it's not is these days is not a good performance for Patrick Mahomes. So um I think the Ravens defense can get after him a little bit. You're obviously playing Patrick Mahomes. I'm not telling you to sit him. He also ran, by the way, for 54 yards, but um you check on the status of Sammy Watkins. Tyreek Hill is going to have a really tough matchup in this game. Um, I think that the Chiefs, the best guys uh, to go after, are Edwards, Alaire, and um, and Travis Kelsey. This is a really brutal matchup for them, but I think they can try to exploit the Ravens over the middle. Edwards Alaire, I think. Finally, guys, he got eight targets. Yes, six six catches. You can use Clyde Edwards-Alaire with full confidence. You play Mahomes, you play Hill, and you play Kelsey. Keep an eye on the status of Sammy Watkins because maybe, and I mean maybe, you take a shot on me, Cole Hardman, who's done nothing in two games thus far. But the Chiefs, for as good as they are offensively, we mentioned them last week as being a narrow fantasy team, as really only having four guys you feel good about. And in this matchup, you feel less good about those four guys.
0: What about the Ravens offensively? I mean, I don't know. You'll you'll get into the fantasy stuff, but they're just so fun to watch. I mean, for a former offensive lineman, it's like uh-huh. it, it it's like run game porn. It is beautiful. And it's part of the reason why on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, they are three and a half point favorites. I'm curious though, you know, you kind of mentioned the Chiefs, the Ravens. Are there a lot of guys for the Ravens that should be in like DFS lineups or lineups at all because the Chargers, I mean the Chiefs, the Chargers ran on the Chiefs pretty good.
1: Yeah, here's the problem. The Ravens won 33 to 16 last week against the Texans and gave us nothing for fantasy with the exception of a long-mark Ingram touchdown. That's it. Lamar Jackson, I mean, Lamar Jackson running for 54 yards at this point is considered a disappointment. He threw for only one touchdown. Um, That touchdown went to Patrick Ricard, USS Enterprise. Uh, (laughs) I mean, he, uh, like, uh, the problem for the Ravens is their defense is so good that I don't know how much their offense is going to need to score. You would anticipate it's going to need to score this week against Kansas City. But Hollywood Brown had a disappointing game, and the usage in the backfield is a nightmare for fantasy. Patrick Ricard is the snap leader in this backfield through two weeks. The fullback, okay? Mark Ingram (laughs) played fewer snaps than him. J.K. Dobbins looked awesome, but he got three touches last week. So what you're doing here is obviously you're playing Lamar. You have to play Mark Andrews, who, by the way, only had one catch last week. You have to play Hollywood Brown because, I mean, those are Lamar's two guys. And I think Ingram is the guy who's in consideration in the backfield, and you have to cross your fingers on Dobbins. Like, Dobbins looked great. I mean – Ross, he had three touches and he gained 61 yards, but he had only three touches. Uh, I would think they're going to put the ball in his hands more, but the problem is it's working for them right now. They don't need to adjust. I still think they're going to get more production out of that backfield, but they don't need to adjust. That's the problem. It's, it's a remarkable,
0: remarkable thing to watch. Make sure... Not only do you watch those primetime games, but you go to fantasypoints.com, you use the code FEAST. Look, I know a lot of people were hesitant, late to the game with fantasy this year. You didn't know if it was going to happen or not. Zero positive tests for NFL players last week in week two. Zero. This is happening. I'm not saying it's going to be perfect, but it's absolutely happening. It's a great year for you to actually try to win your league and beat up on your buddies. So subscribe to FantasyPoints.com, throw the code FEAST in, support Joe and all the great work they're doing over there, and forget even that part of it. Just win. Just, Just get the best value in the business, period. Check out Joe on Twitter as well, at FG underscore Dolan, and make sure you check out the GOAT, Greg Cosell, on today's Ross Tucker Football Podcast. I'm stuffed. We're done.